Welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio, where we share tried and tested ways to grow your brand and get more customers. Everything from the latest in marketing and branding, right through to growing your team and creating an irresistible culture. Hi, and welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio. Today, I am really excited to share with you a go-to-market strategy framework here that we use for our members that I believe you will love to. So let's jump straight in. Okay, let's have a look at a go-to-market strategy framework here. And I am one of the mentors for the Founder Institute. So last night I was running a session on go-to-market strategy for some of the founders, some incredible people there. And I love mentoring them. I love seeing startups do really well and investing in them. So this is really exciting for me. And I thought I would bring the framework that we use here at Basic Bananas also to our listeners of Basic Bananas Radio. So hopefully you like this. Now, let's start first with why you need or sometimes want to have a go-to-market strategy. And of course, the, the first reason is because you are launching a new product or a new business. That's usually when you need to come up with a go-to-market strategy. I know it sounds a little bit like a, a fancy word. It really is just a strategy to launch something, whether it's a business, a product, a movie. Like, for example, lately, the Barbie movie had a really great go-to-market strategy. That's why it took the world by storm. Now, why do you want to think about having a proper strategy? Because products generally don't sell themselves. Even if you have the best product in the world, they don't generally, and when I say product, I also mean service, they don't generally sell themselves. So we need to do something to let people know about what you have to offer. And sadly, sometimes it's not even the best product that is doing really well compared to other products. It is often the product that has been launched with a great go-to-market strategy. Of course, product and service really matters too. But unfortunately, it's not always the best one that wins because it's often the one that has the best marketing strategy and puts the most effort into promoting in the right way. And then, of course, if the product isn't good, you know, it won't go far. So you need both. You do need a great strategy and a great product. Now, the other reason you want to have a a proper go-to-market strategy is because it helps to have a clear roadmap so that you're not just tapping in the dark. And also it helps you to get the most out of your launch. It helps you to track what's working, what's not working, and it will help you to gain traction. Now, ideally, when you go to market with a product, service, business, anything really, Ideally, you already have as a prerequisite a brand strategy. And there are other shows we have here on Basic Bananas Radio where we talk about that specifically about brand strategy. So ideally, you have that. So let's now look at the go-to-market strategy framework. And I would love to give you five key areas and five key questions to ponder. So in this framework, we have five key areas with five big questions to ponder. And as you know, here at Basic Bananas, we're all about making marketing 
very understandable, very practical, very simple, because it really is pretty simple. Some people make it really complicated or make it seem like it's it's some um, rocket science. It's not. And I'd love to do the same here. I'd love to give you some very practical guidelines, questions that you can ask yourselves to help you launch a product or business successfully. Now, the first one is, so the questions we have are what, who, why, where, and how. So the first one is what. And when it comes to what, I'd like you to think about what is your business model? So that's one of the first questions is what is your business model? Which means what, how, how are people able to buy your product or your service? What's your model? Is it a, a free trial model, a freemium model? What is your distribution model? How do people buy? Do they buy online, through partners, through affiliations, e-commerce? Do you have a physical store? And then also, under your business model, think about your pricing strategy. What is your pricing strategy? And this is a huge topic that I will talk more about. We have a masterclass coming up later this year, which you will receive if you are receiving our emails. If you don't receive our emails with our announcements of masterclasses and any other helpful marketing strategies and resources, just email us and send an email to info at basicbrands.com and we'll make sure you are added to the list to get informed when we have a new class coming up. So pricing strategy goes under your what is your business model question when it comes to your go-to-market strategy. Also, one other question I would love for you to add here is big one, and this will come back, we'll come back to this under messaging. What problems are you solving for your audiences? What are the exact problems that you are solving? And here, I've mentioned this before, and I'll say it again and again, because this is where marketing communication will either succeed and do really well or fail. This is where you want to focus on the outcomes. What are the outcomes that people get from working with you? Why should they work with you? And what are the outcomes that they get? Not just the features of your product or your service, but the outcomes of those features. What do people get? What problems are you solving? Really important. And I see this all the time, especially when mentoring startups and especially startups also in the tech space, not only, but often they don't focus enough on the problems that they're solving. They focus too much on the actual product or service and your customers, your consumers, your investors, they don't care so much unless they can see that you're solving a real actual problem. And entrepreneurship is all about solving problems. So what problems are you solving? Next, second question is who? So who is it for? Who is your product, your service, your business, whatever you're launching, who is it for? And this is so important. We've spoken about this many, many times here is you need to do some really great market research or audience research. You really need to understand your audiences. And yesterday, one of the people on the on the mentoring session said, and it's a really great, great point, a great take on it. He said, you need to know your audiences, your market, as well as you know your family members. Hopefully, you know your family members really well. So the point is, you need to know them really, really well so that you can communicate with them in a way that they feel connected to. 
And this is often where, again, a lot of business owners fail. And this is also often where you definitely can and want to use things like ChatGPT to help you do some research, but you also, ChatGPT won't necessarily get into the psychology of your audiences. You need to talk to people. You need to talk to people. You need to get into their minds. You need to hear what they want and need, what their desires are and what their frustrations are. And I'll talk more. I'll do a, a whole episode on this topic to give you some more research tools later on. So who is it for? Also, where are they hanging out? What are their demographics? What are their psychographics? The third question is, why should they buy from you? Why should they buy from you? And here is where we will come up with your brand narrative as part of your strategy. What is your messaging? What is your messaging? So why should they buy from you? What is your value proposition? Why should they listen to you? What is your positioning compared to other people out there in terms of what their offering is? And ideally, you test different messaging angles, depending on which channels you use, which we're going to get to next. You want to test different messaging angles to see what works the best for your particular audience. So again, the third question is, why should they buy from you? And this is where we come up with your brand messaging, with your brand narrative, your value proposition, and then test different angles. Number four is, where is your audience hanging out? Number four is where. So where is your audience hanging out? What are your distribution channels? And this is basically your marketing distribution channel. So which platforms, which avenues, which marketing strategies are you going to use when you go to market, when you launch your product or service or business? What are your distribution channels? And again, this is pretty simple and people make this so complicated. You want to use the platforms, the channels, the avenues where your audiences are hanging out. So are they on which social channels? Are they on LinkedIn? Do they work with other companies that you could have a partnership with? Do they search on Google? You could maybe even do some warm calling. Maybe have some partnerships. Maybe you do direct mail. Where are they hanging out? Maybe you're sponsoring an association or an event. You just want to be where they are. There's no point in, in as an example, there's no point in sponsoring an event, for example, or an association if your audience is not there. You want to be where your audience is. It's that simple. And with a go-to-market strategy, you don't need, depending on your budget, if you are bootstrapping your, your business and you don't have a huge budget, you don't need to use 10 different channels. You might just go and focus on one or two or three channels. Probably, I, I will probably go for at least two so that you definitely have a bit of, gain a bit of momentum, but you might just choose two or three channels for now and go really hard on those. Once you get some more revenue through the door, you invest more of that into more channels. Last question is how? How will you measure success? How will you measure success? So how do you know what's working? What will make this a success? How does success look like? And here you definitely also want to measure your cost per acquisition cost. So your customer acquisition cost, how much does it cost you to acquire a new customer? How much does it cost you for a lead, for example, too? So how do you measure success? What would 
success look like for you? So you want to get some key metrics in place here. And again, we'll do another show on, on measuring success here too. I'm just going to make a note here. So I'll do another show on that too. And second, lastly, <laughs> they, you know, you often hear people talk, and this is all sort of textbook marketing, you know, jargon, <coughs> where people often talk about a pattern. <coughs> oh, I just got a, um, my coffee down the wrong pipe here, where they talk about you wanting to or having to achieve product market fit. And yes, that's definitely still the case. However, it's lacking this statement is lacking other elements of what you need to have. So you, it's not just product market fit, it's product, market, model, channel fit. So you want to have a fit, uh, a match between your product. And actually, we can even go a little bit further. We can say product. So that's the what, market, who, your brand, the why that you buy from your channel. So product, market, brand and channel fit. That's how you want to think about it. And that those are the elements that we've just spoken about right now. Now, lastly, let me just give you quickly two or so, maybe three examples of go-to-market strategies that you have heard of or that you know. One of them is Tesla. So when Tesla launched, they had a very different go-to-market strategy than any other car brand out there. And what they did is they did a direct-to-consumer model. So they focused on selling their cars directly to consumers, not going via dealerships, but straight from manufacturing to sales without the traditional dealerships. In fact, they had more like or still have more like the Apple showrooms, like Apple computers, like beautiful showrooms. And that's how they sell. They don't generally. And when they went to market first, did not sell through dealerships. Very different model, direct to consumer. Same when they launched the Tesla Model 3. How they went to market with that is through pre-orders. So they did a huge pre-launch campaign where they garnered interest for the Model 3 and then allowed customers to reserve the car online with a refundable deposit. And this sort of created a bit of a sense of uh, exclusivity, anticipation, and it worked really well. That, that Model 3 sold out very quickly through pre-orders. So that was their go-to-market strategy for that. Another one that you have seen, this is a bit of an older one, is GoPro, the camera. So GoPro, how they went to market with one of their products is they focused on user-generated content, which now is quite common. Back then, they were quite early with that. That was pretty innovative. And what they did is they just invited people to use their camera and then use that user-generated content to market the product, to showcase the product capabilities, to drive sales, and then also, of course, to create brand loyalty. So that was one of their main strategies, is focusing on user-generated content. And one last one, I'll give one of our own companies for ocean lovers, our surfwear, we call it also ocean activewear, sustainable brand. We, When we first launched in 2016, we focused mainly on organic social media, because back then organic was still really good. Now it's harder to do organic and also ambassadors. So we onboarded ambassadors to help with sharing the message around ocean sustainability. And we used social media mainly. And then later on, we focused, we added more channels, especially also the paid digital channels and more partnerships. 
and sponsorships, also event sponsorships and supporting of charities, ocean conservation charities. And actually quickly, last the last one is the Barbie movie, which has been a, a very interesting phenomena for me to observe because it's taken the world by storm and it's because they've had a really great go-to-market strategy through collaborations, through involving the community, inviting people and getting people to dress in pink. And it just created this whole ripple effect across online and offline. So people gathering on offline, all wearing pink and Barbie outfits, and then also online showcasing people's outfits and people talking about how they're going to these movie screenings. So really, really successful go-to-market strategy also for that movie, which has been really interesting to observe, actually, how they went about it. That's it for today. As always, if you love our show as much as we enjoy recording it for you, please leave us a review. We like the five-star ones. And if you have any questions, comments, if you would love to come to any of our marketing strategy sessions, we have a free session coming up again soon. You can find it. It's a marketing planning session, two-hour session, virtually run by myself and Christo via Zoom. And you can register via basicbananas.com forward slash virtual summit. And hopefully see you on there. You can communicate with us on the session too. It'll be run live so you can ask questions, say hi, and even let us know that you've come through our podcast. As always, thank you so much for tuning in and I can't wait to see you next time. To get more from Basic Bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing, visit basicbananas.com.